Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. Uh, welcome back to Three Idiots Talk Sports. As you see, um, we're not together. The COVID edition. The COVID edition. Yeah, yeah. actual COVID edition. My fault. I'm not gonna... yeah, some inconsiderate person uh, decided to get COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it from work. It wasn't yeah, my fault. Yeah, it so. was. It's all Spencer's fault. Um, so we're Genesis, here. It's uh, Ascension Genesis's fault, actually. But... Are you gonna throw him out like that? I don't like the place I work, so yes. All right, bet. Um, so uh, as you see, we're, there's gonna be no video for us today. Um. We are recording on Wednesday, about nine thirty now, um, December second, two thousand twenty. Yep. yep. Um, in the year of our Lord. <laughs> uh, so today, um, make sure you guys go and look at all of our socials. Uh, go to lifefuels dot com. Use the code three idiots. Get ten percent off using any any for anything over a hundred bucks. Um, they actually do have a deal right now. Uh, the, there's a code there. It's on the Instagram, on Lifefuels Instagram. You get twenty percent off for the bottle, so it's pretty good still. Um, they uh, they dropped a new bottle. It's silver. It's really cool. Oh, it looks it so is cool. very sleek. I like it a lot. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, and in quick, real quick, in basketball news, uh, there was a trade between the oh, Washington yeah. Wizards and the Houston Rockets, and I'm kind of pissed off about this trade. Um, John Wall in a first round for Russell Westbrook. I love Russ. Yeah. I love Russ. That, that's what Wizards fans are doing right now. I love Russ to death. Oh my god, he's gonna be baller in a Wizards jersey. But they're good. they're getting Russ and a first round pick. No, 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 no. Or no, no, no. Sorry, Houston, Houston yeah. fleeced him. Sorry, Houston. Houston's fleeced. getting John Wall and a first round pick. For I Russ. think that's it's so ridiculous. stupid. Um, a forty-five million dollar point guard who isn't what uh, it used to be like come on man i mean russ is, russ is still gonna put up 15 15 15 i'm not mad about it but you gave up a first round for the future that's not what we need right now no it's not um so a beal russ is toxic man i just yeah can't. time I can't. for beal to get out of there and go to a winner mm-hmm. yeah beal will be gone as well i was just about Troy to say Weaver, go get me bradley beal please um He's going to cost well, you a, need a ton. They need a shooting guard. You can get, and then you have Jeremy Grant at forward. You have Killian at p- p- point guard. Yeah, but Blake at power forward. What are you going to give up? I don't know. Figure it out. I just don't like that. I just don't know. Um, yeah, so. You do not give up a first this year because this class is going to be loaded. Right. And the Pistons look like they might have a shot at the number one pick, and I really want Cade Cunningham. Me too. Yeah, I agree. Um, or if he didn't just tear his ACL, Jalen Slugs or Suggs. No, he came back into the game. Oh, did he? He yep. did. Yep, okay. he did. I, I was watching it. I thought he... like halfway through the second half, he checked back in. I thought they, he was dead. The announcers were crapping their pants. They couldn't believe it. So. Oh yeah, it looked bad. Yeah, yeah, it looked real bad. I'm um, sticking with college hoops. Michigan won today. Yeah, they uh, destroyed. MSU beat Duke last night. Rip I don't Duke. want to talk about it. Uh, I thought MSU one of the worst offensive performances i've ever seen for duke yeah and that's that's the, the downside of recruiting one and done is it takes a while to get the kids to gel or yeah. you know hit a jumper right true very true that game was pitiful to watch for both teams for the beginning for a while because it was just so bad 
Um, I, I will say this, though. Michigan State's defense looks very good. Michigan's defense does not. I will say this, too. Michigan State needs to keep Foster Lawyer off the floor. They're a lot better when he's on the bench. Pretty sure he made an open three yesterday. He's – didn't like the, trip over himself or get turned into a surfboard yesterday. So, so it's like progress. It's like Ant Wright said. He's like he he flourishes against like the low key opponents. And I'm not saying Duke is, but like when they who they play in their first game, it was a cupcake, and he had like 20, 20 something points. Yeah, they played uh, Notre and, Dame, and then they played somebody else. Right, they Notre Dame, Eastern, Notre Dame, Eastern, Eastern, yeah. and then Eastern's terrible. So I I I don't like Foster Lairman. I just can't. I mean, I good know. for the good for the kids starting yeah. on a on a top ten team in the country, but like I just can't get behind it. Yeah, um, did Gonzaga end up winning? They were up by two with like three minutes left a bit last, ago. Last time I checked it, it was like six minutes left, and they were down by five. But I don't know. Um. So and they won. Okay. Nice. All right. Yep. So they're they're still undefeated. Uh, they're looking pretty good. They're um, they're they would be my favorite to win the national title. Yeah. Right now, they're just they're they're solid all around. They I'm rebound, not, they shoot. They, I'm not gonna pick pass. them. I'm just not gonna pick them. I think they're gonna choke like they usually do in the tourney time. But hey, we'll see I, when they, it comes. I mean, lead eight, final four, the last couple of years. So yeah. Um. All right. So let's get let's go cut the chase here. Big news happened. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. What, real oh, quick. Oh, oh. Kansas won last night too. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. off. Let's go, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. But yes, what we, as you were saying, Zach. Yes. Yeah, so um. Big news came while we were all on break and I was enjoying my life uh, in Disney World. Um, Patricia and Bob Quinn are gone. No, 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 no. Thank the Lord that they are gone. I was sleeping and I woke up to the news and it was the greatest thing I could have ever woken up to. Um, Were you guys surprised it took this long or no? um, Not really. Not really. I heard the I heard a rumor that if they would have lost to Washington, they were going to get fired after that. But they won. You know, Stafford bailed them out. Stafford and Prater bailed them out at the end. Right, right, right. Um, and then it just, based on what Sheila Ford Hamp said after when they were were they four and five and they had their, they had Carolina and um, Houston, and she's like, we thought we were in position to make a you know for the playoffs. You know, you win two games, you get to six and five. You're almost in a driver's seat for a wild card. So she, they were, you know, they were optimistic. I don't know if they were being optimistic or if they were being delusional because anyone who watched that lions team knew that they weren't a playoff team. Right. So I'm hoping it was just like cautious optimism and not delusion because if she's delusional, they're never going to get any better. She is not the perfect fit for this team. Um, She's not a perfect fit for any team. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was listening to her press conference, and they have no idea what they're gonna do. Um, I mean, I th- they know who they want. Uh, I, I think I think they have an idea, but they don't want to, you know, get into it this early. Right. Um. I it just it's one of those weird things because do you want to keep rotating from so you went from Schwartz, who's defensive coach, to Caldwell, who's an offensive coach, to Patricia, who's a defensive coach. Are they going to go back to another defensive-minded head coach and hope he hires a good coordinator on offense? I don't care. I just want the best coach, whether it be offense or defense. Right, and that's what I'm thinking too. Like, I don't want him to just rotate or go get an offensive coach for the sake of being an offensive coach. You need to go get the best guy you can that's available. Available. I can't talk. I'm having a stroke. Um, 
but I don't know. I just, I don't trust ownership. I know uh, Martha's gone and it's Sheila now, but she hasn't done anything to make me feel confident. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I know, and I know they're like, we're going to get into it here real quick, but um, the, uh, the, the interim coach, uh, Bevel, um, Mm-hmm. came out and said that <clears throat> he told his players like listen we're still able to somewhat be there for for a playoff spot so let's you know let's continue to kick some ass and and you know so i i like Daryl Bevel um i don't think he's a great offensive coordinator i think he's okay i mean there's a reason he and seattle parted ways back when he was with them um he's been decent with the lions. I wouldn't say he's been great, uh, but this is for him. It's an opportunity because uh, what Rod Wood, the lions president told him, he goes, ah, this could possibly get you the job next year if you guys play well. So he's, he's going to take this as an audition for himself to become the head coach next year. So, you know, they go what four and one or five and zero oh down the stretch and he gets they you know, they almost make the playoffs or they make the playoffs cause they went out. He's I don't gonna- care. Even if you don't make the playoffs, if you if you go five and zero oh or four and one with the rest of their schedule remaining, you can yeah. be my head coach. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. That was my next question. You guys will be okay with Tennessee, yeah, uh, Tampa Bay, it's, Minnesota, it? Green Bay, and Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Which I don't think they're favored to win any of those games. Oh hell no. And I mean, sh- Chicago's the only one I can see them possibly winning this weekend. Other than that, I just don't see it. I, they you're won't not be favored, though. They're not going to beat Tennessee. They're not going to beat Tampa. Uh, they're not going to beat Green Bay. And Minnesota, I, I don't see it. I don't see the defense stopping them. But who knows? I did like what he said. He wanted the guys to have fun again. And it sounds like there was a collective like sigh of relief and like a huge monkey off the back of the players now that Patricia's gone. Cause it sounded like he was kind of a dictator. Yeah. Um, I was, that's what I was reading. Like even guys that are, are used to play under Patricia in the, at Detroit, they're like, yeah, I'm glad he's gone. The organization is better off. Like Darius Slay, he was going off on it. Uh, so it's, it's, I'm glad it happened. Um, I wish it would it would have been it would have been the first uh, the beginning of the year, but hey, oh well, we'll see what I we mean, can do. Most people think it was a year too late. Yeah, so should happen after the second year. But I mean, if your ownership and you were looking at the team, so what were what were they before Stafford went out? They, what were they three, four, and one last year? Yeah, and you think, oh well, Stafford got hurt, and then you know our franchise quarterbacks he's out for the year. Um. And then the defense imploded and they had a bunch of injuries. And they're like, oh, before the injuries set in, you know, we, we thought it was looking better. There was improvement. And then so then they're like, OK, you give them the excuse to come back this year. And then they were terrible. I'm just glad they're fired. Bob Quinn was arguably just as bad as Matt Patricia. His draft picks were all terrible, except for maybe four or five. So I don't know. And it, it speaks volumes, too, that all the former players were coming out on social media and just absolutely dogging both of them. Yeah, right. Sean Robinson, I think he plays for the Rams now. Yeah, he does. And he came out and he's just like, yeah, tell me you're going to ruin my career and now you're fired. Like, that's something I can completely believe they would say to him. That's something you don't say to a player, first of all. Right. And it's, 
it's weird too because it's like everyone's like everyone that like knows like played like uh, not everyone but like there's a lot of players that have come out and said well i mean matt patricia's a good dude bob quinn's a good dude you know it just didn't work out and i'm just like then you got other players that go oh well they wanted to ruin my career oh i hated the guy yeah so that's just messed up uh jay what do you think uh what do you think about everything going down i think it was the only choice you could do i mean you can't keep them the team's given up on the coaches. I mean, coaches can't win games. They can't do anything fundamentally right. It's the whole team's a mess. Yeah, it's it was bad. Um, that's. I, do you guys see them going four and one? No, no. All right, because I don't. I'm sorry, but even if we do go four and one, I don't want Bevel. I want to go for a choice. I will t- say when we start talking about who we. All the, all the guys, but I don't... Why? If, if you've proven you can beat mm-hmm. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago, mm-hmm. with your coach being fired a week before, you can 100% be my coach. That's already more head coaching experience than most of the guys on the list have. Yeah. Every, right. uh, every team that they play is in, in position to possibly make the playoffs or are going to make the playoffs. Tennessee's probably going to make it. Tampa's probably going to make it. Green Bay is going to make it. Minnesota's in position, and I think Chicago's still not out of it. I think – what is Minnesota's? Minnesota's got a worse leading their division. All right. Oh, yeah, they are. They're 8-3. and three. After they clubbed the crap out of the Colts. Yeah, Tampa's 7-5. and five. They'll probably get a wild card. Um, Green Bay's Green Bay. Know everything you need to know about them. Yeah, right. And then Chicago's 5-6. and six, So, they're Chicago and Minnesota are both 5-6. and six, So, they're both in position to get – possibly get a, a playoff spot. Chicago – Bears stink. Been over this. <laughs> yeah, we already know. Dude, the they're, they're so bad. It was one of those things where I'm like, you're really going to force us to watch Aaron Rodgers shove it down the throat of the Bears on Sunday night? Come on. Yeah, come on. They should have flexed. I wish they would have flexed the um, the Kansas City game, Kansas City-Tampa game in the Sunday night spot. But, you know, Green Bay-Chicago markets. Why did they flex the Lions in Packers game to four? Probably because – Probably because they're playing Tampa and everyone wants to watch Brady. Tampa's a Tampa's a story. They're a name. Yeah, but they moved it from a one o'clock game to a four o'clock game. I don't know, Jay. No idea. Yeah, that's weird. Was it because of the all the games that were getting moved from the, the Ravens so. Steelers? No, it's like that. You know how they flex games every year the day after Christmas or like the weekend of Christmas to yeah. Saturday? Yeah. Because there's college football. Well, they decided to do Lions and Tampa. And then there was two more they flexed. But they didn't flex the day, they flexed the time. Yeah, they did like 425, right? Yeah, they're yeah like they the, changed it from 1 to, to uh, like yeah. 425. Made them the game of the week. LOL. Yeah, or like LOL. The, game of the, the game of the day, I mean. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense to me, but. I'm, it's a little I'm, weird. I'm, I should be off that day, so I'm going to watch it. It's really weird. Watch Brady Brady give it to the Lions. Um, You mean Rodgers? Well, yeah, they're playing the Packers, Spencer. Yes, I've only said the Packers like, like five times. Yeah. Wait, the flex game? Yeah. yeah. No, it's it was the Detroit. Big... No, it's Detroit and Green Bay. Yeah, I got it's put weak. to 425. Come on, COVID boy. What the hell am I looking at? Oh, well. See, oh, no, 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 no. Got... I'm, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. I'm not wrong. The Green Bay game, yes, they did flex. I would. They also flexed the Lions-Tampa game from the 27th to the 26th. Oh. Okay, that's fine. But I only said Green Bay and Detroit <laughs> like five times. My fault. I was I was reading. Yeah, it I was re- it was my fault. I was reading something else while I was listening. My fault. I'm sorry. Don't even give me your full attention, bro. 
I'm formulating my. This my is why we all. This is why we have to be together now because we all True. be focused. I don't know what other games are that day though with the the Packers game. All right, so, so I let's... feel like you could choose any other one. It would be better than Detroit and Chicago, <laughs> Detroit and Green Bay. True. I'm um, trying to pull up the schedule. What week is that? That 14? Yeah, 16, 16, I think. Yeah. 16. I thought it was 16. Yeah, I think it's 16. Uh, no, I think it's 15. No, it's week 14. Mm. You have – what games do you have that day? You could do Minnesota-Tampa. Nah. You could do well, – that's a Sunday night game. And that's at four, but it's on CBS. It's got to be a Fox game, right? Yeah. The only other Fox game that they could have done was Minnesota-Tampa. Well, that's uh, still would have been better than Detroit and Green Bay. True. <laughs> All right. I mean, this was, either... af- this was after Detroit fired their coach too. So this, this is these were your options. It was the Lions and, and Packers, or you could do Minnesota and Tampa, or you could do Arizona, New York, the Giants, or you could do Dallas and Cincinnati. Oh, so you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a bigger bigger fan base with the Green Bay D- Detroit game. So yeah. Um. All right. So. Eh, Michigan football's not playing this week. Thank God. Yeah, thank God Michigan's not playing this week. I'm just tired of watching them. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that real quick, uh, the whole Kirk Herbstreet thing. What? What? Eve, so, Kirk Herbstreet, such a piece of shit move. What do you say? What do you say? He said, he said on... Michigan's, do, Michigan's basically faking this so they don't have to play Ohio State. Yeah, he said on the uh, college football ranking show when they put Ohio State fourth, they're like, oh, he's like, oh, you don't know what's going to happen. He goes, you have teams like Michigan who could just wave the white flag and not play, and that would keep Ohio State out of the playoff. I'm sorry, but they should not be in the playoff anyway. Say what you will about Jim Harbaugh. He is not the person to ever do that. No, right. And no, then no, I, he, I think he would, he would rather lose by 100 than duck a game. Who does the, who's the host of that ranking show? I don't know. It's not, I don't is, ever is it watch Reece it. Davis? It might be Reese Davis. Um, I think it was Reese Davis because he said uh, after Kirk said that he goes, "Any team that would do that lacks character," and I'm like, "True, but do you really think Michigan would do that?" Right. I'm do like, you th- I- "Do you think Jim Harbaugh would do that?" Right. And I'm like, Even "I think the- there's, I think there'd be coaches in the past that would do it. I don't think Jim Harbaugh ever would. I don't no. think he would ever do, he would I, ever I do that Jim either. Har- I think Jim Harbaugh is a prideful enough coach that he wouldn't do some dumb shit like that. This is the guy who got in a fight, almost got in a fight about a handshake. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a good one. Um, God, I oh. just, and I know, I know, and on, I, I will I, say that makes me remember something I want to talk about. But go on. Uh, Herb Street did apologize and put a video on Twitter after. Too late, which, man. Don't say it in the first place. But yeah, and he Especially was on like, live television, bro. Yeah, he was like, I shouldn't have said that. He's like, I can't. I shouldn't have speculated. I misspoke and uh, blah blah blah. But I'm like, but you planted the seed, right. and now that Michigan canceled against Maryland, if they cancel against Ohio State, the whole narrative's been changed because you said that. Right. So now, now no matter what happens, Michigan looks like if Michigan has to cancel because their team has COVID, they look like a piece of shit program because they canceled everyone. Oh, they're bailing because they didn't want to get their ass kicked. Right. So, yeah, I do uh, want to get to, I actually, I'm okay with bailing out because I just don't, I don't want, I want to get the season over with. I think, uh, oh, I, I, t- I tweeted about that. I, and I am a hundred percent right there. Oh, with I'm, you. I would not mind if, uh, that last game, uh, 
is the last one for this year. I need about 40 weeks again till I can enjoy college football. Yeah, I need yeah. a fresh start. I can't like, and it, it's, I know it's God, I love the tradition of the game, but, and I, I've, I've liked Kirk Herbstreet up until this point. I don't, I still don't hate him because of this, but I think it was irresponsible for him to say that. But that being said, I do hope Michigan waves a white flag. I don't want to play Ohio State. No, yeah, no, me either. Absolutely not. The way this team has looked, it's going to be a 75 to 25 boat race. You think we can even get to 25? Uh, they gotta that put, is a they, lot more optimistic than I have. They got to put. I got to put the second string in eventually. I think. No, they don't. I I don't think they they would either. I think they would just pedal to the metal on Mich- on Michigan. Are you kidding me? I think that would be a 45 to 12, 45 to six game. Dude, they what? How many points did they score against us last year? Or two, was it last year? It was like sixty. Did they hit seventy. No, it wasn't seventy. It was like sixty-two or something. It was like sixty. Yeah, it was sixty-two to forty-nine. Jeez. Yeah, it was bad. Just oh, yeah, like, real quick. Also, yeah. uh, people who said stupid shit this week and uh, had to pay the price. Jim Schwartz, you're a ducking moron. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's what I meant. Quacking moron. Quacking moron. Yeah, Jim Schwartz, man, that was weird. What you walk up to DK Metcalf? Hey, uh, you're not as good as Calvin Johnson. He said yeah. you're not as good as Calvin. He goes, but you're on your way. And DK's like, I'm not trying to be Calvin. I'm trying to be me. And I took offense to that. And I took that personally. <laughs> and oh, he did, wow. as he almost had over 200 yards receiving. Oh, he made Darius Slay look like a little bitch boy. His bitch. And I don't hate Darius Slay, but man, he looked really overrated. Yeah, he really did. Well, on Metcalf's, Metcalf's has broken a crap ton of records, I guess. Um, through week 11... In the NFL, he broke a record. He had over a thousand yards. The next person was like at eight hundred. Um, oh, so yeah. um, real so quick, and, um, I'm gonna and, interrupt you and, guys. Yeah. Um, real quick, stop comparing DK Metcalf's first twenty-seven games to Calvin's first twenty-seven oh, games. Oh my god, I hate 16, that. The first sixteen games of Calvin's career was on an 0-16 team with a quarterback who ran out of the end zone. Yeah, he had, <laughs> uh, his first, like, he had Dan Orlovsky um, and John Kitna. Stop it. D- DK Metcalf's first 27 games, he has a top three quarterback. In the, Definitely in the, a Hall of Fame quarterback. The first, first ballot Hall, be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. It's not comparable. Stop. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. I understand why you're making that comparison. It's just not. It's not. I smart. get it. It's just not a good one. That's not right. I like DK. I wanted the Lions to take him in the draft. I thought he was a freak of nature. I was right. Every I mean everyone thought he was a freak of nature, but I was. But he's too much like Kenny Galladay. I mean, I think. Well, I I think he's. I think he's better than Kenny Galladay. I think he could be better. I would rather have Kenny Galladay right now. Yeah, I'm, that's that's close I, for me. I, I I'd rather. Have I think Kenny Galladay, Galladay right well. now is a better is a better route runner, and he might be a little bit better overall because of that. Yeah. Also, Kenny Galladay. Better hands. Better, yeah. I think Kenny Galladay comes down with just about everything that comes to him, too. Seems the like. really only thing DK Metcalf has over Galladay right now is speed. That's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say physicality and jumping ability is about a tie. Yeah. I would. Um, physicality, I go DK. Did you see him take that hit over the middle and he just knocked that linebacker flat on his ass? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, my God. Tank. Um. All right. Well, Jim Schwartz dumb. Jim yeah. Harbaugh dumb. Everybody. Uh, Kirk Curbstreet dumb. Everybody dumb. <laughs> uh. Right. And with that, we'll be right back with an ad 
Uh, and then we're going to talk about coaches and pickums and get the hell out of here. All right. We'll be back. Welcome back to, oh, God, Tres Bacas Talk Deportes. <laughs> That's close. I just I just said three, and then I said idiots in Japanese, and then said sports in Spanish. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I don't All know right. the word for Spencer idiot the f- in, in Spanish. Spencer a fool in three languages. <laughs> I, I, I know the word for idiot in Japanese, but I don't in Spanish. I'm sorry. Um, comment down like below. I the, said, the, the, idiot the... in three languages. <laughs> also, doesn't one. doesn't the describing word come after the number in Spanish? So it'd be. Bacas tres deportes. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know um, Okay, Spencer, you 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 had a a point to make about Detroit Detroit Lions next coach. Go ahead. Um, so getting into that, I would actually like to hear Jay's top three candidates first. All right. So first guy, um, he's kind of the hot name. He's my number one guy. I think he's a lot of people's number one guy. It's um. Robert Saleh, yep, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Yep. Um, obviously, he's from Dearborn. He's from the area. He's coached, I think, at Central. So he's our hometown guy. He's done a great job with that defense with the Niners, um, especially with how banged up they've been this year. They've still pretty stingy. I mean, they held the Rams to uh, just over 300 yards, and I think was it 19 points? Last week? Um, I do believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of rumors are if he becomes the head coach, he's going to take the 49ers um, passing game coach as his offensive coordinator. And obviously he's made Garoppolo look really good. He's really good with tight ends. So be extra help for uh, somebody like Hawkinson. Um, I think he's the no no-brainer, no-doubt pick right now. I agree. I, I actually agree. Yep. He's my number but one. He's, so. he's my he's all of our number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, do you I, want me to go into my second guy, or you? We want to talk about uh, Soleil, or um, I'll just say since he's all our number one, I guess we can just get uh, get him over with real quick. Um, right. Like you said, done an amazing job with that San Fran defense. Um, what else has he done? Uh, especially since they've been banged up a lot this year. Like they've been really, really banged up. Um, I do also like that players are coming out in endorsement of him like oh, richard, richard yes. sherman richard sherman came out and said he has to get that detroit job which i i, agree. I feel like if uh, sherman's saying that i feel like there has to be some talk from him or some yeah. feel in the niners locker room that he wants to come to detroit i mean that's just a hundred percent uh kirk herb street speculation on my part but uh <laughs> richard sherman's <laughs> out of his way to say it there's yeah. got to be a little smoke and there was, I don't remember who tweeted it. It was one of the beat writers. Uh, I think it was, might've been Kyle Mankey or Dave Burkett. And they said, if Richard Sherman's saying something like this, there's a good chance he might want to come to Detroit to play for Robert Saleh next year. Ooh, baby. And I know Richard Sherman's older and he's not as good as he was, you know, four or five years ago. But I'll still take him. He's still a solid veteran guy to yeah. put in your locker room to help teach somebody like right. Jeff Okuda. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. I'm all for that. Robert Soleil comes and is our coach and he gets Richard Sherman. I'm all down for it. Oh, big time. So uh, who's your number two, Jay? Number two, offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, Arthur Jones. 
Interesting. I've heard the name, um, but he did not make my list. He's also a very hot candidate right now, not just for the Lions, but around the league in general. Mm-hmm. Titans offense, it's a fairly simple offense. Pound it up the middle with, or pound the rock with Derrick Henry and then uh, play action with Tannehill, but it's a hard offense to stop. Um, he's He does have other coaching experience. Obviously, he's never been a head coach. He's never been an off or has he been an offensive coordinator somewhere else? Let me check real quick here. Uh, and that hasn't, but that, that offense um, was not supposed to be good. So like, right. When you look at, a, or yeah, he has been, uh, he's been the offensive coordinator in Miami or not the coordinator, but he's been a offensive position coach in Miami. And when you look at it, uh, his first six seasons with Miami, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Ryan Tannehill, 32% completion percentage, 123 touchdowns, 75 picks. Uh, First two seasons with the Titans, 67% completion percentage, 45 Mm -hmm. touchdowns, 10 picks, 111 passer rating. Um, And uh, Arthur Smith didn't coach in Miami. That was uh, Tannehill's numbers in Miami. But uh, he's gotten better he's made Tannehill above average quarterback not top 10 but top 15 right right um he's done it with below average receivers for the most part his two years in Tennessee I mean he he's not an offensive genius like uh, Andy Reid or a guy who's probably on your guys's list Eric Bieniemy. He's not an offensive genius, but he's got an offense that works. It's hard to stop. Yeah, he's got Derrick Henry, which helps a lot, but I like him. I would want him as uh, my coach in Detroit if we couldn't get uh, Robert Saleh. Surprisingly, and I know I've been – I will say this before I get into my list. I was I talked a lot about – in like our little group chat and stuff about the enemy, not on my list. Not on mine either. So this will be uh, the third one. Nice. Who'd this you one's uh, kind of out of left field. It's not a home run hire. It's not a sexy hire, but I think it's still a good fit. It's uh, Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman. I've yep. Yeah, he's not on my list, but he was in my top five. He uh, he was been a, he's been on a lot of lists though. Uh, they've seen come out, so he's trending uh, up. Yeah. A lot of the kind of experience. Yep. Um, been head uh, offensive coordinator at Baltimore and Buffalo. He's also. I think he was the O-line coach for the Niners when he first started out. He's got a lot of NFL experience and connections, so I feel like he'd do a really good job at getting a good coaching staff together. Um, you know, he can, he's shown he can work with different players, going from that uh, Joe Flacco offense to uh, basically a spread offense with Lamar Jackson. Um, he's shown he can improvise offenses. He's uh, been in good... Uh, a good football culture in Baltimore. He's not my first two picks, but I think he's definitely a solid third. I can, uh, I can, I can get down with that. I, yeah, uh, I can agree with that one. He's uh, I've seen his name pop up on all the, uh, like, you know, if you just Google like head coaching candidates, NFL, he's come up on at least two or three out of the, the few that I've looked at and I can, I can dig it. That off. He runs a good offense. I, I, I give it a good guess. Um, and one that, like I said, he can change. Yep. He's not stuck to like a certain scheme or a certain fit. 
I feel like he's good at molding offenses around the player he has, players right. he has. Yep. I mean, you have to be good at that, especially when you have a QB like um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's kind of a one-trick pony, but you make the offense work. Yeah. I mean, and plus, Greg uh, Roman's been in been in the NFL for 25 years now, so very true. A lot of experience. All right, Zachy boy, who's your number two and three? Let me get my list here. All right, so I did not have the enemy as either, um, but I do. Ever since you brought him up, Spencer, I love. I'm gonna go my. I'm gonna go down up. So number three is the mm-hmm. I, Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell. <laughs> I've ju- on my list, but I love him. I jumped. It's going to be Michigan's next time. Right, uh, right, right. I've agreed. jumped on his bandwagon ever since you started bringing him up. I've watched his videos. His, I think he's really into his job. Like you know, like he really loves his kids, the guys on his team. Only, um, only thing with Matt Campbell, I think he's, I think he just comes off as more of a college head coach than he is a right NFL head coach. Um, he's up and comer. That's it, a lot of the a lot of the words. A lot of the um articles that are coming up about him um so but this could be a nice first start for him you know um but uh he's um, he's so he's my number three um my number I like three. it also it's actually bill's offensive coordinator brian deball yeah. um I, I i was just looking at a list with his name on it. i'm trying to find it uh yeah, yeah so only reason i don't like him is because he's another patriots guy right he doesn't have the same patriots disease as like Romeo Cornell or Matt Patricia or mm-hmm. uh, McDaniel's, but um, but I what I like about him though is like his Patriot, the Patriot way with him, his Patriots was like in the beginning of uh, okay. of everything, right? Like the, the thing is, I never want to hear the Patriots way mentioned ever again. In right, the right, right, right. And and I, I think that's why it will st- we will steer clear. But again, he's another option that I think. I think he would be a good his look at his offense. He's been he's been molding. They have a chance to uh, win their first division title and since '95. Since I was born, so like I don't know. I think he be he would be a good option. I just didn't I didn't like going for the guys that we we knew right. Like that would be the top three. Like we all have the number, same number one. Um, I like to do a little bit more research on the guy, but I love Matt Campbell. Though. <laughs> I, yeah, I think this time around, like in the coaching cycle, like usually there's a number one or number two guy, or there's like a top three that are pretty easy hires. Like last time, everybody thought it was like Patricia and Vrabel, and I, I don't remember who else got hired in that cycle. But everyone thought, oh, you know, safest hire was Patricia. Well, that turned out to be false because he tried to literally emulate the Patriots, and they were terrible. It was um, way over his head. Mm-hmm, yeah, I and mean, that's that's partial. That's most. That's on Bob Quinn too. That's why they both got fired. Um, this time around, it seems like the number one consensus is Robert Soleil, which is why we all have him number one. Um, but I do like those dip. Um, I'm, I don't have Dabble on my list. I've seen his name pop up. He is, I think he's a good coach too. But um, yeah, I do. Before I get to my sec, my number two and three, I do want to say why I don't have the enemy on my list. I was going to wait till you were done with that list so we could all say why we didn't want him. All right. Well, then we'll do that after. I'll do my list first. So this one, my list was Soleil number one, obviously. My number two guy, and this is if we go offensive, Byron Leftwich. Uh, He's a hot name. Yeah. I don't mind it. Problem is, 
I don't love what he's done in Tampa. I don't think he's ready. They had, I see, here's my thing. He had Jameis, and they had mm. a really high-powered offense. And I know Jameis turned the ball over a lot, but that's not on Leftwich. That's on Jameis being Jameis. So you think you think if he gets, you think he's given two of the best downfield threats, right. one of the top five best downfield threat receivers in the NFL. But, but but say they keep Stafford, wouldn't you like to see what he could do with Stafford, Galladay, Hawkinson, and then whoever else they sign at receiver or draft? I mm. I would, but the thing is, just he hasn't been around. And like, who's he going to bring in for coaches? Does he know anybody else? Like, gonna, I'm yeah, not super too. impressed with the yeah. I'm not super <laughs> impressed with the Tampa <laughs> Bay coaching staff. But yeah, I, right, I, I, I like, and I get it. Spencer, I like it, but ask me ten Ow. years from now. I don't. You, it doesn't even have to be ten. Ask me in like two or three years. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, even just, have to be that long. He's, I. He's definitely not a bad offensive coordinator. He's definitely a name we'll be hearing about sooner than later. Right. Even though I don't yeah. think it's t- his times this year, he'll definitely be one of the hottest names in football come next couple of years. But. Um, yeah, no, I just, I like what he's done down there in, in Tampa. I know he's still kind of a new coordinator. Um, but what I like about him is he played in the NFL for a long time. He's got a really good rapport with the players. And I mean, the offense has been good with Brady. I mean, they haven't been what we thought they'd be, but I mean, Brady's they are what I old. thought they'd be. Yeah. I mean, when Brady, it's, he's, his downfield passing is 50, 50. I think that's part of the problem. Right. You could have kept Jameis for a downfield. That's 50-50, literally. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're given the choice, would you rather have Brady or Jameis? I'd rather have Brady. In that offense, I'd rather have Jameis. Uh, that's probably true. But, yeah, the left, which was mine. If that's, that's if they want to go in an offensive direction. Um, I, did, I don't really love any of the other offensive coordinators. Um, not, not in love with Eric Bieniemy. I like Greg Roman, but I, I, in my opinion, I would go with uh, Leftwich. If you're going to go with a new head coach, I'd go with Leftwich. Yeah, although another reason why I would kind of want more of maybe an established coach mm-hmm. over like Brian Leftwich, Matt Patricia just f this culture straight to hell. Oh, yeah, he did. And I think I'd rather have somebody like a Roman – who's been in the league for so long, who's been around a great culture, who knows how to instill it, than just being like, oh, yeah, uh, Brian Leftwich, you've been a coordinator for like two years. Here you go. Go yeah. fix Detroit. Yep. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I can see that. I, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I just I don't think it's the right fit right now for the Lions. Right. No, I get it. I, 100%. Um, I do want to go my uh, – I have a couple honorable mentions just to get names out there, you know, that we didn't mm-hmm. say. Uh, Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator for the Colts. Um, running Not a one, bad idea. Running a top three defense in the NFL right now. Um, and then uh, another one based, based on his name mostly is Wink Martindale, <laughs> the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. I saw him, I saw him pop up on one, one of the lists I was looking up to uh, yesterday. Um, he's about Kellen Moore. Uh, shut up. Da, 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 da. I would love it. I don't, I don't want Kellen Moore. I would, I would love it. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with young guys. I just think one, he's too young. He barely has any experience as a coordinator. Hey, doesn't I, he have more than Leftwich does? Hasn't he been like Dallas's um, coordinator he, for three years now? Yeah, something like that. He was, and he was also when he and when, he was the quarterback coach for a while. Yeah, like, 
Yeah. Because right? yep. Leftwich was a quarterback's coach in, was it Jacksonville before he went to Tampa to become the coordinator? I think so. Because I know he played in Jacksonville, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, I'm okay. I just pulled up Kellen Moore's thing on, on Sports Illustrated. His first season as a coordinator, they were sixth in points, first in yards, fifth in rushing yards, and fifth in passing touchdowns, and first in net yards per attempt. Uh, it helps that he had Dak Prescott, though. Yeah, right. yeah. And, um, a and a great running back. And it, it helps. If you ever, if you have watched, I've unfortunately I, ha- I have to watch a Dallas, a lot of Dallas football. Um, and uh, hey, Kellen Moore also has Detroit ties. True. I love him. By the way, favorite. Favorite Madden quarterback. Uh, if you see him without a good quarterback, he's not good. Um, but you have a good quarterback here, and and true, and uh, well, we won't have him for long. Um, eh. So depends if you want to keep him or not, right? And I think Kellen Moore, if he did have a chance, he would keep Stafford as much as he could use Stafford, right? Uh, but again, with Brian, I think with Leftwich and Kellen Moore, ask me in a few years. Let these guys get some more experience under let their him, belt. Let them marinate. Yeah, let them marinate, and I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. Kellen right, Moore, I, got, I think, longer, though. Why don't you let that marinate? Why don't you let that, right. one, let that one marinate? And then I got one more before I get to my actual third choice. This is my, this is a pipe dream for first-time head coach in the NFL would be Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. Yeah, I saw. He was, he was on my list, but... Jay did call it. Yeah, pipe, he's, like, he's the pipe dream. You know, I would love him. I don't think there's... I really don't think there's any job that gets him out of Oklahoma. No, uh, and because everything I've read and listened to is basically saying he doesn't want to leave Oklahoma until he wins a national title. It, it's a it's the easiest job. Well, one of the easiest jobs in college football. You're going to win the Big Twelve every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically a lock for the playoffs every year, except for this year. But except for this year. But other than um, that, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's such a cushy job. It would have to be like his dream NFL job, I think, for him to lure him away from uh, Oklahoma. Because I'm surprised the Cowboys I would like didn't. Him if we could get him. Well, I was surprised the Cowboys didn't try harder last year. Yeah. Is that his dream job? I would assume so. I think he's from around that area. Mm. Maybe not Texas, but the South. But, um, yeah, no, that's that's my pipe dream. But – all right. What's this your is, I know I said my off the wall. I have an off the wall pick here. He would be a first time NFL head coach, but he's currently a college head coach. Pat Fitzgerald. Interesting. I think he knows how to run a program. He's taken Northwestern, which is one of the top academic schools in the country, and they win games. He finds a way to win. He runs that. From what I've read. And seen on on all social medias and articles, he has a great culture. Everybody loves him. Yeah, I I think he could be a really good NFL head coach. Um, I think so, but it's the same thing as like Matt Campbell. I just think he, he just feels like a college head coach. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I think he's also like another guy that could just was going to be a head coach for college, probably f- his career, um, just because. I do love his attitude again. He's another guy too, like Campbell. He loves his players. He really, really does want to see these guys he succeed. Ple- he squeezes every ounce of talent out of his players. Exactly, like, exactly. He's done crazy good things with Northwestern out of all schools. Would you so, so, so gotta give him props for that? But talking about Pat Fitzgerald, 
would you be what, what would you would you be okay with Michigan to get uh, taking him from Northwestern no. if Harbaugh left? No. If I can't get Matt Campbell, I would assume Pat's fit, uh, Pat Fitzgerald would be very high on that list. Does he go from? Oh yeah, he'd leave Penn State for Michigan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he'd leave Northwestern for Michigan. He's never really had anybody. I don't think he's ever had anyone come knock on the door and try mm. to get him. I think the Packers not at Michigan's level. The Packers, I think, interviewed him hmm. before they hired Matt Lafleur. I th- I think I don't know for sure. I'm trying to look it up. Hold on. Hmm. College, college. Uh, I think yeah. It's- the pack the Packers did ask him. They they contacted him. I don't know if they interviewed him officially though. I think but- it's Campbell or Bust for Michigan. If, if like say Matt Campbell decides, hey, I'm not going. I don't want to leave. Or say he say Matt Campbell takes an NFL job, right? I, I'd be fine with Michigan going and saying, hey, Pat Fitzgerald, we'll pay you six million dollars a year to be our head coach. I I wouldn't be mad at all, but I would also like to see what other, what other options are out there. True. No, there's nobody I dislike on either of your guys' list. Really, I would be fine with any of them. Mm-hmm. I I can agree with that. Yeah, I do like me some uh, Kellen Moore, though. Kellen Moore. <laughs> so, I look fit in the room. Eric Bieniemy, he's yeah. the second hottest coach. He's 1A and 1B with Robert Salah, uh, Saleh. Why isn't he on any of our lists? So, here's why he's not on mine. And it's something I read from... Somebody who you might know about, Benjamin Albright. Yep. And it was on Twitter. I haven't Twitter. seen it, but I have heard of him. Um, it was some, some, it got, something got retweeted, and he said, Robert Soleil is the hottest name. And somebody said, what about Enemy?" And Albright said he was a terrible OC at Colorado, which is true. He holds the title of offensive coordinator only in KC. He does not do the play calling. Andy Reid does. And his background is awful, like his personal background. Yeah. See, yeah, I had the same thing. Um, um, a lot of my information came from the Pride of Detroit podcast, which is the Lions SB Nation podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, obviously, he's the offensive coordinator in Kansas City, but how much, how much is he really coaching when Andy Reid's maybe the best offensive football, offensive-minded coach Ever. in our lifetime? Yeah. And then how much of that also comes from having Pat Mahomes at quarterback. Yeah, that helps. So there's that. And his track record is awful. He's got multiple DUIs. I think he's got a sexual assault, not a charge, but there was was whispers around it when he was in Colorado. I was going to get to that. Um, Yeah, he's just got a terrible record. And after a head coach you had where his first like month or two on the job, he was having sexual assault allegations coming out against them. Yeah. It's just something we don't need. Again. We don't, we right. don't need that. We um, already had to have to deal with Patricia, so we don't need and that. It's, and Benjamin Albright goes on to say most of his stuff is over a decade ago and people can definitely change and grow. He goes, but it's tough to sell a guy with allegedly multiple assaults, including choking a woman, a DUI and a separate fleeing the scene and being part of a sexual assault cover up. Right. That, so none of that's a good look. No. And and they're like, yeah, the people are saying, well, it was 15, 20 years ago, blah, 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 blah. Like, don't you think uh, 
the Kansas City staff would um, – what did he say? He's like, it would be vetted by the Kansas City staff. And it's just like, well, yeah, but at the same time, how much – like you said, how much coaching are you actually doing? You're not calling the plays. You're right. not designing the offense. That's all Andy Reid. So – and I think like Doug Peterson oh, yeah. is an Andy Reid disciple. He's he's been decent, but I mean they've been terrible this year. Uh, Matt Nagy, that's, that's awful. Because uh, Carlo, uh, not Carlos Wentz, um, Wentz has not looked good. Has not looked good this year. Yeah. Um, Their offensive line's also been quite banged up. So right, I I do like Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl for the Eagles. I I do like Doug Peterson. He, he beat the crap out of Matt Patricia. Um. I think he needs more time. I don't like all these people on ESPN um, saying, oh, the Eagles need to fire him. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Like, let him try to turn this thing around. I don't – they'll probably not be in a range to get a good quarterback this year unless they trade up, but yeah, I'd still give him another year or two if I was Philly. Yeah. I mean, like, you look at the Andy Reid coaching tree. It's um, a lot better than Bill Belichick's. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So Andy Reid coaching tree. John Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. Ron Rivera almost won a Super Bowl. Uh, Sean McDermott the was the reason why I wanted to, wanted the Lions to fire Patricia last year was because I wanted to hire Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. Sean McDermott. Um, yeah, Riverboat Ron. Uh, Sean McDermott uh, has turned out to be a pretty good coach for the Bills. Yep. Uh, Brad Childress was the coach of the Vikings. Wasn't really great. I mean, he did make the playoffs. He was a better head or offensive coordinator than he was head coach. Yeah. Uh, Matt Nagy, I think he's an absolute fraud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Leslie Frazier. Um, not a bad coach. Not bad. I think he's on the, I think he's a name that's kind of circling the head coaching drain right now. Uh, Todd Bowles, I think he's a great defensive coach. I think so too. Uh, Pat Shermer's proven to be a pretty good offensive coordinator in the NFL. Uh, and Steve Spagnola, who is currently back with Andy Reid as a defensive coordinator in KC, and they're they're having a pretty good year. So the Andy Reid coaching tree is good. I mean, if if not great, I just I don't I'm not a huge fan of the enemy. I'm really not. I mean, I think he might have potential, but like, how much is he actually doing? Right, like you said. So, but yeah, no, I like your guys' lists. Um, All right, the enemy. Let's let's not. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's do it, baby. Let's do the pick 'em. What it do, baby? <laughs> We're on week thirteen, correct? Yes, sir. Alrighty. Um. All right. Oh, I got. There we go. I got it pulled up. <clears throat> so, uh, first first game on the docket here for the pick'ems is uh, New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans. Ah. <sighs> Nola. Wait, is Breeze going to be back? No. Dude's got like seven fractured ribs. I know. Yeah, yeah, and, a yeah. punct- and a partially punctured lung. Yeah. Give me Nola. Give me Nola. Point favorite. Atlanta sucks. At, at Atlanta is too inconsistent. I'll take New Orleans. It's a three-point favorite. Definitely New Orleans. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Chicago minus three. Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think the first game under Bevel will be uh, see more excitement from the Lions. Most of the team's still banged up, but give me the Lions. Lions. They're they're gonna pull some crap and they're gonna they're gonna win 
one or it'll two be games. the only game or yeah. only game they win for the rest of the year but i, mean, I think if, they win this one i think they have a chance to beat minnesota not a good one but <sighs> I, the, I, minnesota right I'm picking the Lions solely based on the fact that I want the Bears to lose their seventh game in a row. <laughs> or their sixth game in a row. Sorry. I just don't want them to lose enough for their picking in front of Detroit. True. Uh, next one, we have the Browns, the eight and three Browns, my brownies, visiting, visiting the eight and three Tennessee Titans. Tennessee. In a game that might happen because I heard the Browns are having a COVID scare right now. Ruh row. Uh, right now, it's Tennessee minus five and a half. You mean Tennessee and the points. Same. Yeah. I think Tennessee. Mm, give Ravens me. Yeah, give me. They're not going to beat the Titans. No, nah, give me Tennessee. I just. Yeah. I'll take Tennessee. I like the Browns. I just don't think they beat Tennessee. Tennessee just molly the Colts. Uh, next one, we have the Bengals visiting the Dolphins. Miami minus 11 and a half. Um, um, who's the quarterback in Cincinnati? It is who started last week for them. It was Brandon Allen. Oh, oh. give me the Dolphins and the points. Give me the Dolphins, but Bengals miraculously cover. I'll go Dolphins and points. That defense is going to run them. Uh, next one you have. Uh, <laughs> the one in ten Jaguars visiting the Vikings. Minnesota minus ten. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota as well. The Jags are dumpster fire. How do you beat the Jags? You run on them. So <laughs> how do you beat the Jags? Play them. You're true. Unless you're the Colts in Week One. Right. Uh, next one: the Raiders visiting the Jets. Las Vegas only an eight point favorite. Give me the Raiders and the points. Same Raiders points. That's um, also very awful. They're going to be the third own six team in history. Yeah, give me, uh, give me, give me the riders. No, the riders. <laughs> uh, next, we got Colts going to the Texans. Indy minus three. Mm. That's a hard, hard game. one. Houston's what? hot right now, but Will Fuller really played any. Here. They really haven't played anybody good, and. During the last two games, so give me the Colts. Will Fuller's suspended for the rest of the year. Give me the Colts. Um, give me the Texans. Uh, get that ball to cook. So playoff week for me in fantasy. Let's go. GG. You got the Rams visiting the Cardinals. LA is minus three. The Rams got fucking gypped. Come on. Um, last week against the 49ers, they came back and choked. Um, give me the Rams, bounce back. Garrett, Garrett Goff made too many mistakes last week. That's why they lost. Um, I'll still take, I'm going to take the Rams. Defense will slow down Arizona enough. I think, and, eh, yeah, Rams in the points. It's only three. Arizona's looked pretty trash lately. Give me the Rams. And Kyler Murray's kind of banged up, so. Yeah. Yeah. We have the G-Men, New York Giants, visiting the Seahawks next. Uh, Seattle minus 10. Seahawks. Daniel Jones out. Daniel, Seattle ooh. on the points. Yeah, Seattle on the points as well. Yeah, Colt, Colt McCoy doo-doo. Seattle oh, really? Come on, I hope he tears yeah. it up. Uh, okay, oh. yeah, no, Colts in the, uh, Seahawks in the points. Uh, next one, Eagles. Eagles visiting the Packers. Green Bay minus 9. Oh, these these points which are huge. Packers, uh, Packers, and I think 
somehow the Eagles cover. Packers win, Eagles cover. They always find a way to cover. Yeah. Even though they're doggy doo doo. Yeah. Uh, you had the Patriots visiting the Chargers. It's even. Wow. Oof. I don't know. This is such a hard game to pick because Herbert always brings the numbers but never brings the wins. Yeah. Give me the Pats. I don't know. Give me the Packers or Patriots, I mean. Page- Patriots by three. Stephon Gilmore is still really good. He'll help slow down Keenan Allen. Mike Williams is 50-50 on whether he wants to play well or not. <laughs> Patriots defense still decent. I'll take the Patriots. I think they're going to I think Bill Belichick's going to find a way to slow down San or, uh, yeah, San Diego enough. Uh, then we have our Sunday night game. Uh the Broncos LOL visiting the Chiefs KC minus 14. Oh my god. Give me the Chiefs and the points. See, last time they played, I picked Chiefs to win and Broncos to cover, and the Chiefs beat them by like 50. <laughs> so I'm going to take Chiefs and the points. Chiefs. I was and... about the Broncos. I've given ship all year for them, but the NFL did them dirty this oh, week. NFL they screwed, did. They screwed the Broncos so hard. Yeah. And they tried to suck up with the Ravens as much as they freaking could. That's so mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to take a game that's on Thanksgiving and basically postpone it for another week. Another entire week, yeah. Right. Meanwhile, everybody's out. everybody every Bronco quarterback is out. Nah, you're playing. Well, well. <laughs> Sorry, you got you, you get to you get to start your practice squad wide receiver at quarterback. Right. That it was, that was unbelievably bad decision by the NFL. Yeah, I'm not a Broncos guy, but it's Roger Goodell. You get stop it. Um. um God, that was bad. A Broncos. Uh, yeah, Broncos. Uh, cover. Just kidding. Chiefs in the points. Watch this be the game where the Broncos decide Four, to pop off. 14 is a lot. You said 14, right? Yeah, it's 14. I, I, you know what? No. I think they lose by 10. I don't know. Did, I, I'm sorry. I just It's a game that screams like 37-20 to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I, I don't even think it'll be that close. It's, what, it's like the Broncos might score like a pity touchdown in garbage time. Um, pity touchdown. <laughs> Moving to Monday night, uh, we have this. We have two games Monday night. Uh, we have, oh, we have st- three, don't we? No, there's two Monday, and then they moved the Ravens game to Tuesday. Ah, okay. Yeah. So we have the Steelers visit or uh, the Steelers hosting the Washington football team. Pittsburgh minus nine and a half. Pittsburgh train keeps rolling. Pittsburgh and uh, skins cover. I agree with Dip. Skins cover. That defense is. Actually, pretty good. Alex yeah. Smith's been Alex Smith's been efficient. Right. Um, Washington, surprisingly, the number one pass defense in the NFL this year. So, yeah, I'm gonna take Washington to cover. I think I think it could be closer than you think. I think. Yeah. It, I know the Ravens are talented, but half their team was out this week, and they still only lost by five to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. playing like crap. Like I, I know they're eleven and zero, but I'm not sure if Pittsburgh is as good as the eleven and zero says. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They're winning. It's all right. that matters. Right. Three minutes. Just win, baby. Three Just minutes. Win. Three minutes. Three minutes. All right. We got two left. Second Monday night game, Bills visiting the 49ers. Buffalo Bills. minus one and a half. Oh, Bills. One and a half? Uh, Bills, as we get to watch the Lions' new head coach, uh, <laughs> coach one of his final games in San Francisco. Uh, this one's going to be I, th- I think, um, I think it, it's uh, 49ers by a field goal again. 
This one, I gotta give, give me like t- 10 seconds to think about this one. Dude, I don't have 10 seconds. We have enough time. <laughs> um, uh. See, Garoppolo's still gonna be out, Kittle's still out. Mostert didn't look great. Mm, I'll take the Bills to win. All right, then. And then we got one more. Tuesday night game. <laughs> oh, well. We have the... <laughs> we have the Cowboys. <laughs> oh. Visiting the Ravens. Uh, Even if Jackson will be back. Even if Jackson doesn't back, give me the... Cowboys or not even, the Cowboys, the Ravens. Raven. Even if the Ravens start Trace McSorley, they're going to beat the Cowboys. Even if I mean RG three, RG three like blasted his hammy though. Yeah, I thought he came back. He did, but then they <laughs> took him out in the fourth. Yeah. Ah. Uh, um. Give me, give me the Ravens by a billion. Yeah, Ravens. I, there's no point spread because of COVID, but I, I'm taking the Ravens no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um. And then, uh, before, before we uh, before we log off here real quick, uh-huh. I got a, a lock of the week. Oh yeah, even though this hasn't gone great for me, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think Raiders eight uh, Raiders is an eight point favorite over the Jets is easy money. Yeah, Dip, how much time we got? Uh, one minute and twenty, one minute and fifteen seconds. All right, um, Spencer, who is who is the two people that were in uh, our top like the top five of podcast listens was us. Oh, um, so our friend Cam Hendrickson uh, had uh, his Spotify wrapped hit and we were his number one podcast of the year. So shout out to him for listening. And then our other friend Cameron Bentz uh, had us at number three in his podcast on his Spotify. Yeah, thank rap. you guys. And I had uh, uh, my uh, buddy of mine from uh, New Jersey, uh, Zoltan. He, we were on his uh, number. He was number two on our list, on his list. So nice. And also thank you to our top fans on Facebook, Travis and uh, Joni. I we appreciate gonna, it. Gonna say Travis as well. I know he texted me yesterday. Was asking uh, when we were gonna have the pot out, or was it this morning? Yeah. Either yesterday or today. But yes, thank you to all our lo- uh, loyal listeners. Hey everybody, this is uh, recorded a day after we uh, did our podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to uh, another thank you for having us on their top list podcast. Uh, Tally Dubay, shout out to you, buddy. Been a friend with me. Since about fifth grade so shout out to you man thanks for listening to the podcast and uh enjoy the rest of the pod right and uh, we'll be almost to a thousand viewers by this episode and probably next week probably has so nice thank you guys for listening make sure you go follow our socials and go to lifefields.com get 10 percent off use the code three idiots and we shall see you guys next week bye yeah